The Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. And good evening, everybody. Brett Ridge, Dave Freighton Jr. with you here. I don't know that I even introduced us last week. Yes, you did. Did I? Okay. All right. We're back on the Hawkeye Huddle here at 1700 The Champ. We are live at the Foundry in West Des Moines. Not sure they're actually... Are they open? Well, we're here. We're the here, doors are right? unlocked. You can come in and buy, buy their, uh, their fine spirits. I know that, right? I think so. Um, uh, but uh, they are uh, located down here in West Des Moines. And uh, we're going to be here for the better part, at least of the fall. We'll see. I mean, we definitely have them as sponsor for the rest of the year. And we'll see exactly uh, how the location stuff goes. But we're, here's where we are right now. Uh, so if you want to come down and say hi, feel free. Stop in. Listen to a little bit of the radio show, and we'll see if we can't figure out how to set you up with something uh, while we're sitting here. But uh, anyway, the Foundry, of course, appreciate them uh, being a sponsor for the last couple of uh, last couple of years since they've uh, switched things over, and they are our Foundry last call. That'll be at the end of the show uh, when we start talking about what's happening this weekend. Probably, I would guess. I'd more than likely, right? But <clears throat> I lost my voice and train of thought. Oh, I feel I feel quiet. You know, it's very reserved and kind of refined. Are in we here. using our library? Voices? I, I think we are. I feel like I need to. Usually, we're in a louder place. I feel like I need to yell at you, and here I almost feel like I need to be a little bit quiet because we're on leather couches. And well, the, it's, the, yeah, the interesting thing is, it's usually me yelling at you. Yeah, well, it's, uh, I'm not unreasonable. I'm just a little bit hyper. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We are four weeks away, a little over four weeks away from Hawkeye football. Theoretically, God willing, knock on whatever this is. That I, it That's looks wood. like wood, doesn't it? Uh, it? We are a little over four weeks away. Uh, obviously, other the other uh, uh, conferences are getting in full swing this week. I think there's a few postponements, but we're we're uh, we're seeing the Big Ten start. Obviously, Iowa is starting to practice. I think it's still a week away from when they will have. Let's see, today's the twenty fourth, thirtieth, right? So they're a little over, under a week away it's from next a, Tuesday, yeah, from pads, because that's when they can practice in pads based on the fact that they will have their daily testing starting, and uh, so then they'll they'll get at it in earnest there. But nonetheless, we did have this week the news of the release of the schedule, which is kind of fun. So we can go through that and talk about that. I'm a little interested in the way Vegas is approaching this, considering. Uh, the, they have Iowa, um, most everything I've seen is either a four-and-a-half to five win over-under, and yet they're favored in six games uh, based on what came out earlier today, uh, which is and, – and Iowa's ranked in the top 25 before the preseason, so is – is a five and four team a top twenty five team or a six and three team? I don't know. I well, you suppose know. if you only have twenty eight teams playing, then it would be. <laughs> which is why we had a couple of. Which is why no, no offense, but this is why Louisiana was in there for a while, right? They they're beat Iowa gonna, State. They're still going to be in there they're for out. a while. They're out. Oh, they are. They had to go into overtime to beat somebody the other day. They so. won. Yeah, was it? Who it, was it? it? So uh, they went from Ab- like Abilene Christian or something like that. They, they went, had to go overtime. They went. From, they went up and pounded Iowa State at Iowa State. They and went then from had to, yeah. nineteen to out. I think they did. I, I, I don't maybe think I got so. that wrong. I have to look. That In up. fact, I know you're wrong okay. because I actually saw something on the ESPN that said Louisiana. I thought I saw they dropped. Was, out. No, I think they're eighteen. Okay. Good lord. You don't <laughs> go out a little because fun. You don't go out just because you pound Iowa State and then go to overtime. They still won. Well, the, they won the game. We come to win we the game. Play to win the game. That's right. 
Let's look at this uh, this schedule real quick, shall right. we? Why wouldn't we? This is what we've got to do for the next couple of weeks. We can talk about the team and the schedule, right? We can rehash our well, it, Parker it, interviews. Well, and I, but I, I do think one of the reasons why this is a little bit wonky is that uh, – you know, do you like how I use that word, wonky? It's a little bit wonky, a little sideways, is because really the way things have gone, nobody really knows. There, Of course we know Alabama, right? Of course we know, we've seen Oklahoma already. We know that kind of talent, right? But there are a lot of teams where you just don't know what's going to walk out on the well, field. Well, you, know, you know, frankly, Notre Dame looked very average against Duke and then just piss-pounded South Florida, who obviously new coach, that kind of thing. I guess that that can happen. But I mean, 52 to nothing, that's pretty pretty reasonable. Uh, looked a lot better in their second week, right? right. So, And that's where – so Iowa opens up at Purdue on uh, October 24th, we believe. We don't have a – uh, a game time on some of these. There's going to be some Friday night uh, Friday night uh, games in the Big Ten. So, assuming probably that that Minnesota game may end up uh, being that way, we'll see. But right now we're starting off what with the Purdue. Say the well, it was originally. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a good. Point. Supposed to be last last Friday night, right? So, uh, but so right now Iowa at Purdue. Uh, Iowa's a nine and a half point favorite that, in uh, that, that game. That number will move because. because uh, Rondell Moore, that, that how you say yes. his name? Moore is uh, he's coming back to Purdue for his red shirt sophomore season. He has opted in. Opted in. Now, what's interesting about that was he opted out prior to the Big Ten calling off football. Right? He didn't opt out. If I recall correctly, he opted out right before they said we're not playing at all. Okay, so what's that matter? Why is he come? What's what's the decision now? Well, he dropped his history class and he's coming back to football. <laughs> okay. So that's the, what's uh, different. Okay. Well, here, so at nine and a half, uh, that number is uh, that number go down, go down to, down to four. four. Nick, four, three and a half for four. He's you worth think a he's touchdown. Worth five? He's worth a touchdown. He's good. He's good. He's a, um, he's their best player. Yeah. And Iowa didn't. I don't believe we had to face him last year. He only played in four. No, games he was last hurt year. last year. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. the game in Iowa City, yeah, and of course he was uh, a big part of the uh, the game two in, years ago. Yes, uh, of course that there. was also the, the game where Iowa had like I don't know that was the first time Kirk ever really argued publicly about officiating mm-hmm. and said that he felt there were some questionable things uh, or calls that were thrown on the field and things like that. It was frankly it might be the only time I can recall him publicly talking about uh, officiating in that game and I was still lost in overtime like 35 to 32. It was a it was a close loss. It was the one where they they ended up going for two earlier in the game than they probably should have and they and yes. it ended up costing them. I but, remember watching that game saying that yes, was a bad idea. It was idea. a bad idea at the time. But I uh, I I know Kirk has talked people have asked him why he's gotten, you know, sometimes when he goes ballistic on the sidelines, it's usually not for a judgment call, right? It's usually for something like, hey, the, uh, I remember one at Nebraska a couple years ago where he got a flag, you know, um, his tight end was covered up, right? And the guy got, they threw a touchdown pass to the tight end. He was clearly covered up. If you walk, go watch it. It's clearly it's, it's it, on the tape, and they're, right? And they and Iowa gets called for that every time they do it, right? And it's it's not it's not even a judgment call; well, it's just an the, easy you know, call to make. The right? other thing he's been really pissed about is the cut block with, cut. within the box, within two yards, yes. and those sorts of things, because that's what he's taught those guys, and they've actually had to change some of their blocking scheme because of the uh, the rules changes as it relates to. Uh, particularly going after linebackers and back knees and things like that, which is exactly how 
if you watch the NFL, that's what they do. That's what they right. That's what they teach, right? Because right. they can they can do a little bit more freely. And uh, so he gets mad about that. He gets mad about he gets mad about technical stuff when it's called incorrectly. Things that are really not very much judgment calls, right? Uh, there was another one in the Nebraska game last year where they they threw that they they threw that uh, touchdown pass. Uh, where clearly five guys were downfield, right? So all of our defensive backs got sucked up, thought it was a run play, and the, the halfback threw a, a touchdown pass, right? It was, it was, it was the, egregious. It was all five men were seven when, yards downfield when, when, guard, when the guards go five yards down the field, our safeties are taught to go right. forward. Right, and, and he, he, he went nuts because why? Yeah, the safeties just were like, well, okay, it's a run, right? And, and it, how yeah, – but – the officiating in Nebraska last year was all right. They well, overcame that, but you're right. I think Purdue was a, po- a spot a couple of years ago where they did. They had a bunch of pass interference calls, including let's just one put it late. This way. More, more coming yeah. back is going to make this game far more difficult for Iowa. Jeff Brom has done a very nice job over there. Um, he really has, and he turned down Louisville, which is his alma mater. He said it correctly. Of course, I did. Yes. Hi. Not I'm, Louisville. I'm Louisville, old. right? Anyway, he turned them down when they came suiting, and he thinks that he's got a very good uh, opportunity to build something at Purdue. And if Purdue can find a consistent defense, I think he might have an opportunity. I I think offensively they're going to be a a tough handle. And there's no way in the world I'd lay nine points. Nine points right now. Uh, the only good news is is that the, that in his three years they have started slowly every year. Even when they were good two years ago and beat Iowa, they lost to Northwestern and Eastern Michigan at home. Remember? Wasn't it last year? It was the last bowl year. game they got thumped by Auburn by yeah. like fifty to zero. Uh, it wasn't by Auburn. I thought didn't Minnesota beat Auburn? And anyway, they did get they got beat pre- pretty badly. Um, but he has had slow, slower starting teams, so you're, you're hoping Iowa goes in there and is a little bit more awake than they are. And that's, uh, but I, I agree, it'll be closer. Uh, what do you think? Think I? What, what do you think? Right now? Well, obviously, I'm. Give us the Hawks. Yeah, a lot of guys are going against the Hawks in that one. All right, next week after that is Northwestern at home, fourteen and a half point favorites. Now, granted, they were bad last year, but this is Fitz who gives Iowa fits, right? And they're getting Peyton Ramsey from Indiana to run their offense. Sixty-three uh, to fourteen, Auburn beat them in the. Was it in the who music did Minnesota City, beat then? Music City Bowl. Who did Minnesota beat? That was pretty good. I'd have to look that up. You'd have to look that up for me. Minnesota beat somebody that was pretty good, didn't they? And I've, we were all sort of surprised and proud of them for it. Anyway, well, they were rowing that boat. They were. Um, uh, in any case, fourteen and a half point favorites uh, against Northwestern. Again, sort of an odd thing that may move a little bit based on what happens, obviously, that, that first week. The, the home game, uh, which, you know, with the crowd. If there is a crowd. There won't be a crowd. No. I I heard Iowa State's going to have 12,000. They're letting 15 in. 15,000 people uh, next week for the OU game. And I think that's good. Um, I think that as we go through this, watching other stadiums, with fans in it, you get a sense for how you can do it, mm-hmm. um, how you can make it work. I mean, there's rules. There's obligations. Even uh, UEFA soccer had fans today, uh, you know, over, across the pond. So I, there are ways that they can do this and have the fan experience. It's going to be obviously a select few and those sorts of things. Do I think 14 and a half is too much? Not right now, but, you know, get, talk to me in five weeks. 
I mean, there's a lot that can happen between now and then in terms of people getting COVID and going out. I think LSU did this so so perfectly. The complete and utter herd mentality, get everybody, have it done, and then they know that their team isn't going to have, we're not have to worry about the COVID. We already got it. That's, uh, listen, it, it, the, the, the death rate now has been confirmed. If you are under the age of 70, it's, like it's, it's, point, it's half a percent. Yeah, it's it's less than one person out of a hundred. Well, you, you're under seventy. You, you if, are still here, right? Uh, clearly, if you're under twenty, it's infinitesimal. It's like one in a, it's literally like one in a million. You're not going to die. You might get sick, and they they do they still have the myocarditis thing they're worried about. But there is something to be said for the fact that, and, and even this yesterday, you saw that uh, this whole thing about you can get it again. It doesn't really look like it. The people that want you to be scared are the ones telling you you can get it again. The rest all of them right. are all like, eh, it doesn't look like it. All right, anyway, uh, the following week, Michigan State comes in. I was a four-point favorite. Which I find interesting because I think Michigan State's going to be bad. The Well, they're not going to be the worst team in the East because Rutgers is still there and Maryland's still there. But they're going to be the third worst. Okay. Um, I, I, clearly, new coach. Uh, they were bad. They've been bad on offense the last two I mean, years. Really struggled. You know, God bless Rocky know. Lombardi, but yeah, okay, yeah. They've they've really really struggled. I um, I'm a little disappointed that Mark D'Antonio doesn't have to go through another year of that. I'd love love to see him uh, with that scowl on his face, getting him, the piss pounded out of him every week. It was great. The there last we go. Couple of years. Uh, then they head to Minnesota. That's Let's give the Hawks three and zero at that point, right? Yeah. Okay. We're we're in agreement. They're going to beat Purdue. What we think. So you're three and zero, and you're heading to Minnesota. You're a two point dog at Minneapolis. It, it, that's going to be a uh, barn burner. A barn burner. You get, see what I did there? I Minnesota's did. got the they, barn. They got the barn. Um, that is going to be a really good football game. Uh, you're going to have three weeks of football. We're going to have an idea of who's in, who's out, what things are looking like, and how those how the, those things are going. Um, that's going to be a really good football game, and obviously one that we're going to be extraordinarily excited to watch. It's two, two points right now is pretty is pretty much you know that's anybody's game. So uh, we'll have to see, but how they develop as well. I'm I'm not as big of a believer in Minnesota as some. Their offense is going to be odd. their quarterback's good if that receiver comes. No, back. they lost. They they have the one good receiver, but the guy that was killing us in Iowa City last year, that kid went to the NFL. Did the, the one dude kid. who opted out? Did he opt back He's in? He's opting back in. All right, yeah. good. So they're gonna they will they so will have all talent. the people so far that have opted out have come back. It sounds like that's the way it's kind of working. Is the Penn I think State, State might have, have a couple guys. Uh, I don't know about him. I have he, to, he's yeah, a big deal. Yeah, he is. Speaking of that, they go the following week to Penn State. Uh, Seven-point underdogs right now at Penn State. Um, yeah. Okay, well, that's a, a good football team, and we'll have to see. But, you know, again, the question is, does the road – matter in this in these sense it's now, certainly by not then you're matter. in the middle of november so it's going to be cold for some of these games right right um and are they going to be moving any of them indoors i don't know do the I gophers move their their game indoor i don't know you i suppose out. they could they've got they actually mm-hmm. have a dome up there mm-hmm. but what no the answer to that is no you're playing football it's just november and december tough you're it's cold outside tough i mean when it was black friday or the purdue game what three years ago we had ten inches of snow? Yeah, we've had a couple of. of uh, hey, that Nebraska game the year we went. Yeah, it was the way we went twelve and zero. The high it was <laughs> the high was like zero. It was, it was cold. Uh, we've had a couple of those. So I mean, I, you're, well, the fans. I'm just saying. So what's the point of moving them indoors? What's the point of moving them to neutral sites? 
The only point you would do that is if you actually wanted to have a fan experience. Right. I was going to say, well, or, or since there's no fans, if there's no fans, what's the point of being at home? Well, what's the point of going to Detroit? No, I don't know. A lot of people... A lot of people have to do it because you know, it's their bowl game. I understand <laughs> that Northwestern likes to go to Detroit every Minnesota, third year yeah. <laughs> you know, for those games. But, I mean, just because Ford Field's in sort, I don't, I don't get it. I, that doesn't so, make any sense to me. So Penn State, we get through Penn State. So are you 3-2 and two or 4-1 and one at that point? Boy, I don't know. That's, that's, per- that's a good question. Hopefully the Hawks are 5-0. and oh. If yeah, not, it's possible. Are, are they four and one, and we're living with that? Okay, that'd be. I, no one would be shaking their head going four and one, because then you got two games in a row. You got what Illinois and. Nope. Then you go to you come home. You got Nebraska win probably on Black Friday. Now we'll All see. Right. Uh, it's it's for that weekend at least. Then at Illinois, you're thirteen point favorite. Yeah, win. And then, and then Wisconsin. Ostensibly, yeah. possibly, right. the Big Ten West Championship game against Wisconsin at home in Kinnick. Back to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. And we're back here in the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. 1700 The Champ. Streaming around the world at uh, 1700thechamp.com. And, of course, uh, you'll have the Hawkeye Huddle podcast up a little bit later tonight at the HawkeyeHuddle.com. That's the HawkeyeHuddle.com. And we did get things. Every year we have a little speed bump at the beginning. We got it all worked out here this week, and it's it's good to go. So uh, and, and uh, we're, we're, we'll be with you on the podcast. You're driving around right now, and you're like, hey, I wouldn't mind. Or tomorrow morning during your workout, yeah, you or Saturday morning during your lawn work, pregame, whatever. Yeah, right. Pregame four weeks from now, you want to go back and See what they had to say. Uh, I believe it is time now to be joined by Tom Kaker of HawkeyeReport.com. Checks in with us uh, each and every week. Good afternoon, Tom. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you today, Tom? Enjoying the lovely weather? I'm good. Um, just reading a, a tweet from Brett McMurphy. There will be no win requirement to play in a bowl game this season at the NCAA Council approves next month. So, essentially, so, so we Nebraska, can have a winless team going bowling. Nebraska, yeah, Nebraska, Nebraska is going to go bowling. Nebraska go to bowl game. <laughs> two and eight. That'll work. Yeah. Two and seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, so th- that is an interesting question. Are, I, I, I guess that means they're they're going to play some bowl games then, or at least they're giving the freedom to schedule them and see what happens in whatever schools are left. Um, that, that seems a bit... Um, well, I suppose it's tourism money, right? You might as well hold the game. ESPN's well, going to pay for it, if uh, nothing else. I mean, how many bowl games did they have last year? Is there 40? I don't even remember. It was oh, around that, yeah. It sounds right. It was, it was around like It was around that. Uh, I think you needed, was it, it, it mean, that would mean 80 teams would have to be bowl eligible, which sounds about, about right. That's uh, yeah. So let's call it around 40. Um, when you count the the playoffs and then the championship game that's probably about right it is the most wonderful time of the year and so basically if you're still playing football and you're one of those teams you have a very real chance of going to a bowl game which is awesome that's good news for the hawks it's good news for everybody why not hey yeah it doesn't it it, it will depend it, it will it'll also depend on um 
you know how many of the bowl games actually take place this year too. Right. Right. I, I don't know how many of them will will take place. I would assume most of them will. It's just probably going to be a, a zip in, zip out. It's not going to be the week long celebration kind of thing. I don't think. They'll be made for TV events, and you know that. Hey, Tom, has the Pac-10 decided if they're playing? I'm sorry, I'm they just decided. Yes, they just decided they're going to start November sixth. So there the could right be date, a Rose November Bowl. 6th. It could be. Yeah, they're going to start like the weekend of sixth and seventh of November, and they're going right. to play like six or seven games. So, yeah, why not? A nice intramural <laughs> schedule. Uh, they're, 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 I don't know whether they had the outcry over there that we, we had around here, but after the Big Ten decided in, you, you knew they you thought they'd probably follow suit, right? So And if, here's the other thing. Pac-12 yeah. Pac Pac basketball is going to start up Thanksgiving weekend. And Fran mentioned the other day that uh, as long as the Pac-12 was playing, he, he thought that the, their game in December – against Oregon State at the Sanford Pentagon would take place. So it sounds like uh, that game is probably back on now in December. Tom, I thought I heard Fran also mention that they would play Oregon State and Iowa State up there in Sioux Falls. I don't know if he's uh, – I, I don't know if he said Iowa State, but um, maybe he did. Um, maybe maybe he's, he said that. But, would uh, that be breaking news? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I – I, you know, so I, I guess as we we should talk. I was going to ask you about basketball, and so I know he mentioned about. I know he mentioned. I know he mentioned playing Iowa State for sure. Yeah, well, and and it sounds like they're talking that the ACC challenge will theoretically can, still be on campus. So if they're if they're cutting back on the number of non conference games, you're, those are filling up nicely. If you if you can do that, I, so so do you my, get Duke to come to Iowa City? Well, I, maybe Louisville. Uh, I think Louisville. it's my. I think it might be Louisville. I think it might be Louisville. That'd That's be fun. Even though you probably won't have that, you can't have a full Carver Hawkeye, but it'd still be fun, right? So let me ask you. So t- we're 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 a month away from football. We're only two months away from basketball, Tom. Uh, theoretically, and we don't we don't have a plan for basketball. Is there, can, is there any worry that it's not? I mean, we don't. We don't know. I mean, we thought this about football, David. We thought this about football. Oh, they've got a plan, So right? what's your question? My question is, are you hearing any more specific about about what they're going to do and how they're going to do it? Or are we still going to hang out there for another month or so until they decide when to tell us what's happening? I don't know what you mean about a plan. The plan, it <laughs> seems like, is to play, start playing basketball games um the wednesday before thanksgiving and that's kind of the the plan and they've set a a, a maximum number of games of 27 a minimum of 13 um the big 10 is going to plan on playing 20 games in their conference schedule so big 10 teams have seven other games to fill i suspect they're going to play some conference games in december um you know just to kind of get those get those games in um so I, i'm not sure what you mean by they don't have by, well you mean you they don't, don't have a schedule i don't see a schedule it, it, and... you mean just schedule well schedule is going to come it's just they they the conference wise they've been so focused on football 
that they haven't really put it together. I, I, from what I was told, I wouldn't suspect we're going to see a schedule. Uh, we'll probably see them back uh, officially practicing uh, on October 14th, and we may not have a schedule yet, um, a full schedule. That's uh, what I was. We might have some some of the <laughs> yeah. things, and uh, yeah, that's. Uh, it's just going to take some time, and I just. But there's basketball is going to happen. Don't worry about it. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's the season will happen. There's going to be a schedule. Um, uh, it's, it's you there's know there's going to be an NCAA have, tournament. <laughs> yes, there's going to be an NCAA tournament. It's all going to. I was going to have the shot. Uh, it's a big thing that the crapshoot is, uh, for, especially for the conference. You get COVID, you're down for 21 days. That's three weeks that you're going to get knocked out. Now, for football, that's essentially a third of the season. Uh, for basketball, maybe a little less impact, but still could have key guys out for. But you know, I was I was fortunate that they've had most of the team has had COVID. So, I, and I guess that's the positive right now. Well, yeah, I don't remember which. I thought it was Patrick McCaffrey who said, "Good Lord, we've all had it." Maybe it was Jordan who said it, or something along that line. And and so you're right, Tom. I mean, and I said this about the LSU football team. I mean, they've all had it, or at least according to Coach O, and they're all fine and they're they're all ready to go. So they're not going to have to worry too much. But obviously, it's your opponents that you got to worry about it as it relates to that. Far more important than any of those sorts of things is this, is that they are going to have their shot. And you said it exactly, exactly right. Luca came back for this. Jordan came back for this. They have an opportunity for one last dance. They really do. Yeah, they do. They yep. do. Yep. So let's, let's, uh, let, let's. Let's do a little recruiting uh, here, Tom, and people uh, should know that your site is one of the places you can go to really pick up the, the latest bits of, of recruiting news. But uh, So start, starting with basketball, our local product here, Peyton Sanford, says he's going to announce on October 1st, the kid out of Waukee, uh, phenomenal shooter, what is he, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, kid, maybe growing a little bit more. A number of uh, D1 schools want him. Uh, what, what's your sense on him, or do you have one? Um, I've put in my prediction, my future cast, for him to pick Iowa. did that a while ago. So um, just feels like he's going to stick close to home. Uh, Stanford did offer him, and that was a significant offer. I mean, that's a... You know, it's hard to turn down that that level of uh, education and opportunity, uh, but it's also kind of crowded at that position uh, for him. Uh, they just picked up a five-star kid who plays the exact same position, so uh, I, you know, I, I think uh, maybe Stanford might pull off a little bit on him. Um, I, I just feel like the Iowa fit is is right there, and then I think. There's a real possibility that Iowa ends up just being kind of done with this class, um, at least from a recruiting sense. The thing you have to remember is free agency begins in the spring, and that means that guys aren't going to have to sit out anymore. That's going to be the rule moving forward. So you can just kind of jump from to another team and start playing right away. So wow, um, your options might be. Uh, better doing doing business that way, and we already know how crowded the transfer market is. Wait till the spring, 
That's yeah. all I'll say. Wait till the spring. Yeah. Well, it, you know? it'll be. It, it may be a free for all. It may go. It could be every one year. One year. One year. It's a fool's fool's gold, right? You're going to get a rush of good players who might transfer in, and a few will transfer out, and the next year, who knows? It may, it'll be interesting. I want to shift to football because I know you came over here. At least I understand you came over here and watched. Uh, Southeast Polk the other night, uh, and and <laughs> there are number a number of kids here from Central Iowa play football. Uh, just a few thoughts, maybe out of you about what you saw here the other night. That was my question. Yeah, the Wampa kid, the Wampa kid is as good a prospect as I've seen in a long time in the state of Iowa. He just jumps off the off the field at you, just with his athleticism, his instincts. Um, Everything about him, he's the safety from Southeast Polk, also plays some running back and kind of a receiver as well. But he is he's dynamic. It's just a special kid. And that's why he's got offers from Ohio State and LSU. You know, in addition to Iowa, Iowa State, everybody else is going to be in on him. But, um, you know, Iowa's going to be in that mix for him. Uh, I think he likes the way they've recruited him. But it's going to be – Tough. I mean, you're going up against the Blue Bloods. Uh, you know, Coach O, Ryan Day. I would suspect uh, Nick Sam will eventually get in there. Yeah, I, I, I suspect Nick Saban's going to get involved too. Um, you know, There's he's a junior, so him. it's going to take some while. Um, and then um, Caden Proctor, uh, I think, is a, a, another kid to really watch. Sophomore, big offensive lineman. Where's number 74? His idol's Tristan Wirfs. So. Um, you know, having seen Tristan around at the same time and and seeing Caden right now, and you know, in terms of some of the skill stuff, Caden's probably a little further along. He, but um, you know, it's just going to depend on how he continues to develop. Uh, he's certainly got the the Tristan Wirfs uh, starter kit to him, <laughs> um, but again, he's gonna he's gonna be a, a national recruit and. I also like the Daly kid, Jackson Daly, the quarterback. Is twenty twenty two kid. He's um, you know Hawkeye family. Uh, Iowa has not offered, but they've they've uh, been in touch. Michigan has already offered him. So um, I really did he have a sleepover? Uh, really like him. <laughs> not yet, not yet. And then uh, you know I saw, also saw Valley and got to see uh, Eli Reardon uh, play and really like his size and and uh, athletic ability. Um, with, with with him, so uh, I, I think that's another kid to really watch. I know that Raritan family pretty well, and uh, Eli's got a good head on his shoulders, and that would be, that would behoove him. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, the, the only downside to that whole family—it's not downside. That good Lord Barry Alvarez is like th- their right uncle, right? You know, so, and so they listen to Wisconsin a little bit. Well, their dad played yeah. for him, so right. that matters. Yeah. It sure does. All right. Uh, hey, Tom, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, good stuff, and, and I, I, I'm interested as we as we move forward. I haven't seen any high school football this year, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, no, I can't yeah. wait till we actually get to talk about a pre preview of a football game here, Tom, in just, just mm-hmm. over three weeks. And, and then talk about an actual football game that happened. It'll be great. Hey, Tom, thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank Tom, you, Tom. Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. And uh, we appreciate him checking in, uh, as he does each and every week here on Thursdays with us, right about the bottom of the hour when we start to when we dive into things. But uh, there will be recruiting news out there for uh, for you if you want to go take a look at HawkeyeReport.com. Um, 
I know there's a couple of other things. But you know, we were talking about the bowl games. You see that the Rose Bowl may financially be in trouble in terms of the actual stadium. And UCLA is talking about not playing there because they're 25 miles from UCLA well, Why campus. wouldn't they play it in Carson? Well, they, they're, ta- they're going to play at the new place. That's what I mean. Right? Well, well, so then the Rose Inglewood. Bowl. Then there's, there's, then there's no revenue for the Rose Bowl Stadium. And they, the Rose Bowl Stadium it's outside of the field itself. Oh, it leaves a lot to be desired. Kind of it? a dump. Yeah. We, I mean, we, you know, we were stuck in that mosh pit where, you know, and it was it was a mess. But it's beautiful inside. It's so historic. And yet at the same time, boy, I can see that. If they don't have any revenue coming in from other sources, you're, uh, what are you going to do? You know, so they're talking about, you know, the Rose Bowl may end up being like the Cotton Bowl and shifting to Pro Stadium. And you just don't have it in the Rose Bowl anymore, which would be. Gosh, would Pasadena do that? I mean, it, it is part of it is just right there, you know, in in Pasadena, right? And it's where they do the parade and all that. Of course, they won't do that this year. On but, the leeward you know, side of the San Gabriel Mountains. That's, that's exactly right. I mean, I, I mean, it's 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 definitely something to think about, boy. I, it, that you would never think of going away. Obviously, the Cotton Bowl, you know, the way it was in Dallas with with Fair Park and the bad old and kind of rundown stadium. But, but they, the Cotton Bowl still hosts OU Texas. And they still have put together another bowl game where the they just Dallas Bowl or right whatever or whatever. It's Somehow Jerry World just got the other one, right? But they got the nice. Cotton Bowl, right? They got the Cotton Bowl, and the Cotton Bowl doesn't have the Cotton Bowl anymore. You know, yeah. I guess the Orange Bowl doesn't have the Orange Bowl anymore, does it? There they, is they no Orange Bowl. That one, the right? Orange Bowl is gone. They knocked it down, and and they well they should have. It was not a good part of town, was it? Well, it, I was, <laughs> it was there. Oh, of course, yeah. I was five. So I was six. Yeah. All I know is I went to the Nebraska LSU. LSU. Nebraska LSU. Burt Jones, Jerry Taggy. They were nice. Yeah, Nebraska won their first national championship in nineteen seventy or seventy one, January one. Their first. I guess I was five. You were five. Well, um, I guess I hadn't really considered the fact that all these these games, uh, the stadiums are will will go away. They will get old. You just kind of feel like the Rose Bowl is gonna is it would just just go on forever because it's the most beautiful place. If that, only know. there was an organization that worked with, I don't know, colleges or something that could actually that could provide act- some income. Step in and help out. Uh, if only. If only. Welcome back and uh, wrap things up here in the Hawkeye Huddle. You're listening to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700. The Champ, real sports talk for real sports fans. And we're back here at the Foundry Distillery here. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. We'll get to our Foundry last call coming up a little bit. And uh, they will be officially opening here October 10th, reopening. We have an event that day. We'll talk about that when we get a little bit closer as well. Time now for our Stonehawker Realty. Uh, Remax Stonehawker Realty Home Team of the Week. And uh, I want to thank uh, Stonehawker Realty, of course, uh, Doug and the crew um, for uh, sponsoring this year. And uh, you can check them out at dsmrealestate.com. That's dsmrealestate.com. I've been our uh, our realtors for a long time in our family. And uh, you and I talked about this a little bit. We're going to go with this week the Missouri Tigers. Right? Well, we're only doing that because uh, – your stepson, Andrew, is a... Uh, Andrew? No, my stepson's Anthony. Anthony, pardon yes. me. Yes. Sorry, Andrew. I know you're listening. Uh, Anthony is on the cheer squad at Mizzou, and it was the only home team I could really think of at the moment when you were asking me. But, however, uh, yes, the Mizzou Tigers are going to have their hands full. Do you realize that the average score of Alabama's like last 10 first 
football games of the season is something in the neighborhood of like 52 to 6. And they're 27 and a half point favorites on Saturday as Lay well. It. <laughs> Lay it. Uh, we were headed down. We were going to go down, but there's there's no fans uh, going to be allowed in. That's so, right. I'm so definitely going. going in the first so. half. <laughs> um, they <laughs> that would have been worthwhile. I, I actually, you know, I, I love to go down and watch it, whoever whoever Missouri's playing when he's when he's uh, cheering. But at the same time, Alabama would have been fun to see. But good luck to them this week. It'll be uh, like like I say, that's an uphill battle. But especially you know, you have, have any fans behind you to help you out or anything like that. Maybe Anthony will cheer loudly enough, and who knows. What uh, anyway, that's uh, that'll be fun. But anyway, thanks to Stonehawker Realty for uh, uh, sponsoring. And, of course, you can check them out at dsmrealestate.com. That's dsmrealestate.com. We'll have a link off the hawkeyehuddle.com as well. You want to check them out. They've got listings out there. And, of course, uh, not only for you to go and take a look at uh, the houses they have for sale, but you might want to take a look at uh, giving Doug a call and checking out if he might list for you uh, because I can tell you firsthand he can get it done for you really, really quickly. All right, moving on now. Uh, oh, we also got to thank uh, our friends at GMIGS. We haven't even mentioned since we're not there. Uh, it's not as top of mind, but uh, thank them for sponsoring again this year. GMIGS here in West Des Moines. Also, of course, still junction. open in the junction. And, uh, Taco, Taco night. night. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the uh, junction events on Thursday nights have picked up dramatically. Still no bands, but a lot of action down there. Really? Yeah. A lot of action. Vendors. What are you, Nathan people Detroit mil- now? People milling. <laughs> it's interesting you say that. I talked about uh, guys and dolls just yesterday. Did you? Know, you? Completely was, unrelated topic. It was on? It was. Uh, no, it wasn't on. I it just happened to no, be talking about it. No, it was on last it. week. I watched, I watched, the, uh, there I you watched have it. the people all sit, sit, sit down. I love that song. It was great. It was on. Yeah. Could not remember for the life of me as I was sitting there. Is it really Marlon Brando? Oh, my gosh. It really is Marlon Brando that was in this with, with Sinatra. Okay. Anyway. All right. So as we take a look at this... Um, a couple of other, other of other thoughts uh, about the season that's that's coming up for the Hawks. So let's say they do. How fun is it that the Big Ten has scheduled this around so that they've got Wisconsin at the end of the year instead of some middle of the road or early time? I think it's really fun to think that you could get to that. Like I say, you lose to Penn State. That's okay. That you still you you would have a tiebreaker if you beat Wisconsin. Obviously, in this season, every game is of utmost importance. It's very much like the NFL, where every game really truly matters. And in this in this regard, I mean, you think about it. If you're in a conference and you lose all your non-conference games, but that you come back and sweep your conference, you still win your conference. We don't have any any luxury in, in right. that regard. Right. And uh, Kirk's been at Iowa just 21 years, 22 years, something like that. I think he started on the road like 13. He had, he's had, he's had 13 or 14, yes. two thirds of the time. He, and the he's, first, that is one thing he's complained about too. He's never quite sure why that happens. They do. The, the, their yeah. first uh, big 10 conference game has been on the road, like literally two thirds of the time uh, during his tenure. So going and starting at Purdue with them getting more back is going to be a tough spot, but obviously having, having the home games that they do with Nebraska Wisconsin, both at home, even if there's no crowds, um, that I think there's something to that. There's something about that. And who's to say that by the end of December there's or fans. by Black, Fr- Black Friday that there aren't a few fans? So, uh, see, I'm holding out hope, right? So I did not ask for my ticket money back. It's still sitting there, which is what happened at Iowa State, right? So Jamie Pollard right. made clear. 10,000 of their 25,000 season ticket holders opted out 
for the year, which is how they were able to come up with 15000 And that's a number. And it's just like we're just not selling the general public. It's going to the people that stayed with this. And it's fine. They'll what get about the back. students? So uh, they only are going to let 1000 in, and they've got a whole system set up for that. And I'm not, I didn't read through the whole thing. Is that like getting into one of the bars in downtown Iowa City, that kind of it system? It might be a system like that. <laughs> I will say this. I, so I, I'll say this about uh, about – did you – read at all jamie pollard did an interview with cyclone illustrated i i didn't read it but i heard it was very forthcoming uh so as as goofy as i think he is from time to time i do think from a visionary standpoint he just came out and just laid it on the line about the hypocrisy of what went on around them and has gone on around them and there and uh, you know with fans wanting this but then not wanting that and and you know okay we we want you to play, but we don't want you. To, we don't want anybody to get sick. And we want you know. We, we want this open. We want that open. And money should come from uh, money should come from the university to pay for Stevens Auditorium's re- rebuild and all that stuff. And well, how do you expect that to happen? And you know, and, and then they said, okay, well, fine. Then we're going to have to open up some businesses here. Well, nobody wants that, right? So he was very forthcoming with sort of the way that things are working for them economically. And I thought it was really insightful. And it was fine to be fairly honest about, hey, look, there's more. Did play you, than just what I'm planning to do, right? Did you hear what Harold and Barta said to the Iowa Regents when it, they started asking, um, why don't you uh, give us the money or you yeah. fi- find the money to fi- keep those four sports? And, and, and Bruce sell. Harold goes, if you'd like to give us the money, we'd be happy to keep the sports. Yeah, right. And it was crickets. And he goes, <laughs> yeah. okay, hearing none, we'll move along. We'll move along. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, we, can, we can say what we want about the athletic directors. And we can, because we only see and hear so much, but there's a lot more that goes on than we know, right? There's a lot more conversations, and, and we, we all kind of know that generally, but I thought this interview with, with uh, Jamie Pollard brought that to light, right? There's more going on than just his decision-making, and the same with Gary Barter, What right? about Bill Moose? Bill Moose doesn't think much about anything. Okay, that's there a whole you di- go. That's a whole different Moving thing. Moving along. That's a whole different thing. However, so um, – Anyway, where was I going with that? Anyway. I don't know. We started, oh, we started with the fact so that I, we might I, have fans I think by we the might end get of the year. I think, you, I think you could get fans. I think if, if it's demonstrated that it can work. I watched Florida State play. They had fans. What? Notre Dame's having fans, right? Uh, I, I, thought they, I thought they had fans. They didn't have fans the first game. Well, I, thought they, I thought I saw them there. Well, they, they might have. Uh, and and uh, I, I mean, the NFL seems to be pulling it off in certain spots. Some aren't doing it and some are. But So Kansas City had fans. Seattle didn't. Cleveland did. Dallas? Uh, did. Vikings? Not. No. That Fort. won't. Nothing will help them <laughs> at this point. Um, but No uh, fans at the Bears game. No fans at the Bears game. Seattle was interesting in that. Uh, I, I love the way that they. No so fans I, at the Chargers game. No, and I don't. So I don't think any in L.A. Uh, California shut. California's a shutdown state, man. They're, they're not allowed to go out. How are they going to vote? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Maybe on the internet. Yeah. They'll just they all sign up for their yeah, voter registration on the interwebs, yeah, and they'll vote that way. They don't. They don't need to. It's already done. It's a done deal over there. California's. A Can't we just state, give yeah. the fifty-four electoral? Just hand it over to the blue. It's kind of what I've been saying about Andrew's degree at Iowa now. Since they're just there's gonna, literally no teaching going on. Well, why don't they? He's been there long enough. Can't they just yes. give him one? Well, take a, I just saying we just write the check. Just give him the hours. We'll take the degree. Because for those who don't know, it's, it, when they say they're doing distance learning at the University of Iowa, what they mean is is that in some cases there's one or two classes where you have a Zoom, and the rest of it are literally they just are handing you the the curriculum and saying do it yourself. 
Now, how I'm paying for that, anyway. Uh, all right, we're down to the last couple minutes here. Time now for our Foundry last call here at Foundry Distillery Company, who is hosting us tonight. And they're going to have their big uh, grand opening Saturday, October 10th, out, out here on the East Lawn. They're having so, a horseshoe tournament starting at 3 o'clock, $20 per team. So if you can pitch a shoe, then you might as well come on roast, down here. drink specials. Their stuff is really good. Hey, Max, so. you going to have any of that uh, Boulevard whiskey available? Absolutely. And more hand sanitizer <laughs> and, than you can shake a stick out. And, and by the way, some right here. Yeah. Foundry was a leader uh, in making in that, getting yes. uh, distilleries uh, to start doing hand sanitizer and had people lined up for miles. Yes, to, to get it down here. That was yeah. a great thing that uh, Scotty Bush very, and his guys did down very here. Very cool. Very cool. All right, what do you got for us <laughs> at this point? Well. My foundry last call is the over tonight in the Jacksonville Miami game, but as it relates to college football, mm-hmm. how do you not take the Army getting two touchdowns at Cincinnati? Seriously, they're ranked, right? And how Cincinnati do you not that take good? the Army I'm, getting two touchdowns? I'm, I'm with you. I don't know. I, I'm so, Cincinnati's a fine football team, but this is the Army. They got tanks. The, this is the Army. They got tanks in Cincinnati. I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, Please. Luke Fickle's done a very nice job there, yeah, I, um, and he's not a waffler. I, <laughs> <laughs> you get you said you got that one, didn't you? I I just I, I saw that I, that jumped off the page at me too when I was looking at stuff the, a little bit earlier. I guess my uh, by this time next week, let's see when do the baseball playoffs start? They will have just have started on. I can't Monday, quite go I on Monday. I can't quite go with the Cubs being out by this time. Well, yeah, I can. They'll be out by this time next oh, week. Oh no, they won't. They're folding like a like a. They're folding like a cheap tent. Do you know that the last three managers for the Cubs have all gone to the playoffs in their first year? It's an interesting tidbit. I did not know that, uh-huh. and not in their last year. Well, if David Ross never goes another year, well, I know. We'll see. We'll see. I. I, I, yeah. Did so, the Cubs go to the playoffs last year? No. Missed it. A couple games. By game, that By much. that much. Yes. by that much. And the year before that, they pissed it down their leg, and, you know, they had a, they were, and they ended up in the wild card because they lost, like, the last three in a row, ended up in the wild card and couldn't score in that game either. But uh, I think they've got, like, five runs in the last 58 innings. I believe that's what it is. In at, case you don't know, we are Cubs fans. We, yeah, we are. So It's um, something I've been doing for the last 50 nights, <laughs> 54 nights or whatever Hey, I paid for the Hulu Live just to get the, the marquee network. I will be rescinding my Hulu after the season's over because I got, I got the YouTube TV, too. I don't need both, right? But uh, Of course I, you'll be rescinding. Well, I don't need, I don't, I don't need both. Uh, but uh, next Monday there will be eight playoff baseball games on. Is that how they're at doing it all at once? Uh, one day. In one day? Yeah. I mean, I imagine they stagger them a little bit. You know, the West Coast, obviously, yeah. at the end yeah. of the American all League gonna, and National gonna, League East. They're going to pump the it up day. and go that quick, right? Yeah. No breaks in the first two rounds. I'm looking for it to So fun. the one eights, those yeah, rounds, no yellow, and then and no, no breaks yeah. until the NLCS, I think. Yeah. And, or and, AO, right. whatever, championship and, series, and then the World Series, of course. Um. I'm looking to see at the beginning of the year. I just when I saw they were going to do that many playoff teams, I said, "All right, th- thirty wins, five hundred, you're in." Right? Right. I started joking. People started arguing with me. The Cubs, they won. The Cubs won their first five games or whatever. They're five and one. I'm like, "All right, twenty five wins away from being in." Right now they have thirty two right now, and they've qualified. They clinched with thirty two, but I believe, I really believe somebody's going to get in right right at five hundred, if not below. You know, there's a couple teams sitting right there. That That's all right. 
Okay. All right. It's a strange year. Who, who cares? Hey, Nebraska's right. going to a bowl game. That's right. They're officially in. Bill Moose <laughs> will play. <laughs> All right. Thanks to everybody joining us uh, this week and uh, for the Foundry hosting us, Stonehawker Realty, and, of course, our friends at G-Mix. Join us next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champion.